God bless you, family. Welcome. We're going to talk today about the spiritual gifts that we find in the book of Romans. We've been going through like this mini series talking about the different spiritual gifts from Ephesians, Isaiah, Corinthians. Today we're sitting in Romans. If you haven't watched those episodes, highly recommend it. A lot of meat, a lot of uh, great revelation on really building to understand how these gifts and, um, really are, are being used through vessels in the body of Christ and as instruments. Today we're talking about the Romans 12 spiritual gifts, and there's actually a total of seven. Now, another name for this is the administration gifts. So these are administration gifts that were given to the body of Christ, how we can operate to expand God's kingdom, to win more souls, to be able to plant, to water, and to really establish a good foundation to grow. And as I study these gifts, these are all needed in the body of Christ. So we're going to go through each uh, gift that we see here. And again, the scripture is in Romans 12. Before we start reading the scriptures on it, I want to read the first couple verses before the spiritual gifts. Romans 12, verse 3. For I say, through the grace given to me to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For Verse four, for as we have many members in one body, but all members do not have the same function. Very key verse right there. Okay. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Praise God. So we're all part of the same body. Jesus as the head, different functions. Okay. We don't all function uh, exactly like we should all function. We all function differently. And that's what makes the body of Christ amazing, unique. Uh, profitable as far as like expansion for the kingdom of God. Like, thank God I'm not trying to operate in all the gifts in one moment in one season. There's other people that can help. I mean, even Jesus himself, he built team, right? He built his disciples. Apostle Paul, when he was expanding ministry, he built teams to be able to plant churches and expand God's kingdom, expand the message of Jesus Christ, that he is Lord, he is King. And it's, it's interesting because we're talking about Apostle Paul he actually, uh, he's writing this letter to the Romans in Romans 12. But check this out. In Romans chapter 12, verse 6 to 8, we see the seven spiritual gifts. And again, another name for this is the uh, administration gifts. And as I'm reading it, I have my uh, New King James Version Spiritual Bible. The, the title of this portion is Serve God with Spiritual Gifts. Essentially, we're all servants. And that's something about just gifts in general. That was one of my uh, keys that I shared is if we're going to carry any title, let's carry the title of servant above all. So let me just read this and then we're going to break down the seven spiritual gifts that we see here in Romans chapter 12. Verse 6, having then gifts, gifts deferring according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith or ministry, let us use in our ministering. He who teaches in teaching, he who exhorts in exhortation, he who gives with liberality, liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Amen. Now I'm going to break all these down again. There's number one is prophecy. Number two is ministering slash serving. So it could be either or. Number three is teaching. Number four is exhortation. Five is giving. Six is leadership. And seven is mercy. Wow. So, so powerful. So let's talk about all these different gifts. 
Um, and we're going to start off with number one. Again, the administration gifts. We're talking about the spiritual gifts that we found in Romans chapter 12. It says this in verse six, having then gifts deferring according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. Now, I talked a bit about prophecy and how there's different ways on how to operate in the prophetic. And prophecy isn't always just a word of the future. Okay, it's not always a word of the future, but it can also be around someone's situation. So these, again, are gifts that are helping to serve while we're in the body of Christ to be able to really build each other up. And that's what's so amazing about it. So the first gift that we see is to, pro to uh, if prophecy, let us prop prophesy in proportion to our faith. And remember, there's levels to faith. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So based on the proportion of our faith, we have the ability to prophesy. Is there a false prophecy? Of course. But here we're called to prophesy operating off the gift, the spiritual gift of prophecy. Okay. So it's not always just foretelling a, the, the future. It could also be about somebody's situation. You might understand or know what somebody's going through. And again, all this comes through the revelation of Jesus Christ. All prophecy leads to the revelation of Jesus Christ. It exalts Jesus. It glorifies God. But also all prophecy can only come through the power of the Holy Spirit uh, through us. Okay. So that's number one is prophecy. Number two, which is ministry uh, or ministering and slash serving. Verse seven, or ministry, let us use it in our ministering. I love this because the gift comes with how to be able to use it. And you'll see that as we kind of go. So this one just says the ministry or ministry let us use in our ministering. And just in general, when I think about just uh, ministering, it could be in serving in uh, in, in physical, serving pe certain people, right? And that's why I said ser ministering slash serving because this is how it could be used. It's our way to serve others. God came at not, you know, not to be served, but to what? To serve. Ministry is not about us anymore. It's about serving others because God's got us. Okay, so it tells us, or ministry, let us use in our ministering. It's really about souls. And I like to share that ministry is God's given assignment on your life in this season. It's God's given assignment on your life in this season. Where does the Lord want you to serve? Jesus didn't come to be served. He came to what? To serve. We're called to be servants. That's what ministry is about. Amen. So number two is ministering. Number three, teaching. Number three is teaching. It says in that same verse in verse seven, he who teaches in teaching. When it comes to just the gift of teaching, we're called to be able to teach the word of God with obviously biblical foundation and it's a it's a it's a gift to be able to instruct and reveal truth onto the hearers that are listening to the instructions from the person that is teaching teaching God's word teaching about his nature his characteristics he who teaches in teaching amen we're all called to and assigned to teach to be able to share and, 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 and le there's levels to it. Like some people have all, an ultimate authority to be able to teach a, a, a congregation, a full room. Others, we teach in like a one-on-one -on -one setting, counseling settings, 
maybe somebody's asking a question and the Holy Spirit just gave you remembrance and you just know what to what to speak and how to answer it. It's teaching. He who teaches in teaching. Okay. Being able to effectively uh, keep an eye on God's people and instruct them into the truth, into righteousness. So good, right? So number three is teaching. Number four, exhortation. Number four is exhortation. It says this in verse eight, he who exhorts in exhortation. Now, just exhortation just is just another word for encouragement. So when you can best apply God's truth and his word to encourage others, that's what exhortation means. You ever get those people that are just really good at encouraging you when you really need it? Like I'm around a lot of people that have this gift of exhortation. Like it lifts me up and they probably don't even know they're lifting me up. I'm going through some some battles today and just a small sort of exhortation really lifts me up, encourages me to continue to press on. That is the gift of exhortation. He who exhorts in exhortation. Okay, so it's another form of encouragement and so powerful when you can exhort people using God's word because God's word heals. God's word is medicine to us. It's health to our flesh and strength to our bones. Okay, so number four is exhortation. Number five, giving. Same verse, verse eight, he who gives with liberality. He who gives with liberality. And this can be in so many different forms, whether it's physical, spiritual, emotional, okay? All forms of giving, giving with liberality, with freedom, meaning I'm not giving, expecting anything back, okay? A real man or woman of God that gives doesn't give just so they can gain. Someone that truly gives, he gave his only begotten son. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Okay, John three sixteen. Giving with liberality, with freedom, meaning there's nothing attached. I'm not giving just to expect something back from you. Okay, that's the power of being able to give emotionally, spiritually, physically. And again, God's love, being able to give. And a lot of the times we're not able to give God's love if we haven't received God's love. So there's so many layers to this gift of giving. And they might be gifted in being able to give. Remember, they might not have the financial backing, but they have the time to give back emotionally and support spiritually through prayer. So many other ways to give just from all those different uh, different parts, emotionally, physically, and mentally, spiritually, all around, Okay. Giving is another spiritual gift. That is number five. Number six, leadership. We need leaders. In the body of Christ, we need leaders. We need people that lead. You might be leading a small group just at your house. You might be leading uh, bigger groups of people uh, in full rooms. You might just be the person that's the actual pastor that's leading the whole uh, church, okay? From leading hundreds to leading thousands. So leadership is the last Uh, or the sixth spiritual gift. It says this in verse eight, he who leads with diligence. He who leads with diligence. I like that word, how it goes leads with diligence because that's what leaders are. People like to follow people that know where they're going and leaders need to lead with diligence. So when somebody is being led diligently or leading diligently, well, if someone's being led diligently, they want to continue to lead. But if somebody is leading diligently, it's with carefulness, 
Okay. There's like, there's like being able to have this, what we call prudence, which is like being careful when you make decisions, but being wise and careful, that's prudent. That's diligence, being diligent in how I lead. And that's my consistency. That's my, my passion. And leaders are good when they're diligent, when they're very careful with how they walk, how they speak, how they respond back to people. The body of Christ needs leaders and the body of Christ needs people to operate in the gift of leadership. That's number six, leadership. Last one today that we're going to be talking about is number seven, which is mercy. He who shows mercy with cheerfulness. Now, anyone that shows mercy, you have to be strong spiritually. You really do. And emotionally, you have to, because you have to have that same mercy that God has. Um, you know, they, they say grace is the things that God gives us that we don't deserve, but mercy is the things that we don't get that we do deserve. So we deserve, for example, hell, but God's not going to give that. <laughs> That's why he sent Jesus, right? So having mercy for other people, it's such a powerful gift because some people, they just need mercy. They need comfort, right? Not not to always be corrected that of what they're uh, doing wrong especially in ministry. I, I just believe that people's whole lives, they've been uh, taught what they've done wrong and how it's wrong and this or that. And it's very rare when they got they get encouraged and they're shown mercy. So mercy is such a powerful spiritual gift to also have to bring that balance in the body and for expansion. Amen. These are the seven spiritual gifts in Romans 12, the seven administration gifts. Recap again, prophecy, ministering slash serving, teaching, exhortation, giving, leadership, and mercy. Did you know about these gifts? And have you discerned people around you in ministry, in church, uh, friends that follow Jesus, people that are operating out of these gifts? Have you sensed that these people are operating off these types of gifts? It's, it what really builds healthy communities, healthy churches, uh, so I'm really big on these and it brings that balance to the body. And maybe you might be revealing, uh, the Holy Spirit is revealing some gifts that you're operating from. Amen. These are the different gifts according to Romans chapter 12, spiritual gifts, administration gifts. Praise God, family. Thank you so much, by the way. Uh, wow. I didn't think this would be that quick. We love Romans 12, especially Romans 12, 1 and 2. It's what birth simply uncaged gifts. Uh, and by the way, I hope you guys have enjoyed these mini series on the gifts. <laughs> uh, but let me just read Romans 12, 12, 2, which is what simply uncaged really is being simply uncaged in the mind, being set free. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Amen. If you guys enjoyed this, if you just watched just this episode, go watch the other episodes, we really broke this down. We went deep into all the different gifts episode by episode. We did an overview on one episode. I gave you guys some keys and some truths about gifts. And I really pray that this really blesses y'all that are listening. So, so excited about it. Thanks so much, y'all. Rocking my Jehovah T. Jehovah. Jehovah Jireh is the first one. And then it, it names a couple of uh, the different names of God. The Jehovah's Rapha, the God that heals. Jehovah Nisi. The, the Lord is our, our banner. So if you guys want, I'll drop these links down below. I'll drop everything I, I just shared in the show notes. We usually do that in a lot of our different podcasts. If you guys are on any one of the streaming apps on the pod or maybe on YouTube, feel free to leave us a rating. 
hit the subscribe, the like, share this with someone. God bless y'all, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. In Jesus' name.